What is up, everybody? Today we have a lot to talk about. The NFL regular season is over. The national championship is tonight. Next week is the playoffs. Oh, I'm hyped. Let's get into it, baby. What is going on, spectators? I'm Julian. I'm here in Brooklyn. What's going on, brother? No much, man. Like you said, I'm excited. We got the playoffs right around the corner, yes, baby. We got some we... dope matchups too. Mm. Yeah, I'm hyped. it's I'm there's hyped. a lot to be hype about, and um, you know, 18 weeks in a regular season is a long, long week, long, long year. It was a when fun week. Fast. Yeah, it did go pretty quick. Um, yeah, just. Yeah, football season did go pretty quick. It was wild. And it was a, a crazy season, too. Like, this was one of the more ridiculous seasons we've seen in a long time. And yeah. how fitting is it that it ends the way it did with the Jaguars and the Lions both doing their best to not get the one seed or the, the 32 seed and uh, lose. They both win their games. They beat the Packers. They beat the Colts. And there's just so much that happened this week and a lot of, like, nonsense, a lot of upsets, which you kind of expect in the last week of the year because some teams don't care. But a lot of teams had stuff to play for, particularly the Colts. <laughs> and, you know, we do a thing every week where we talk about <laughs> our winners and losers. This edition, we're going to talk about the whole season, our winners and our losers. And it's really, really difficult to not start this off with a loser being the Indianapolis Colts. Right? It, it is so difficult to, like, try yeah. and, and sugarcoat their season because it was so disgustingly up and down and, like, unpredictable. And, you know, that's kind of everybody, right? That's not, like, crazy new, especially for this season. This season was bananas. But they start the year one and four, and you're like, oh, the Carson Wentz project's dead. Cool. And then they go and they win. I think it was like four or like five and the next six. Then they lose to the Bucks. Then they win three in a row. And you're like, wait a second. This this team was one and four. And now they're I think they were like nine and something. Nine oh. and nine and five? They were nine and five coming into the, the last stretch of the season. And they beat the Patriots, they beat the Cardinals, and you're like, ooh, those are two really good wins. This team's looking cute. <laughs> they get the Raiders, and the Raiders had a good year. They made the playoffs, but they, they were like equally as weird as the Raiders, and they've had more DUIs than they've had like complete, well-played games this year. <laughs> so they play the Raiders, and they play the Jaguars. You win one of those games during the playoffs. You literally clinch. They lose them both. You win and you win. So you start one and four. You you make it work in the middle. You have seven Pro Bowlers. You have an MVP candidate. You give up a first round draft pick for Carson Wentz. All that happens. You end nine and eight and don't make the playoffs, losing for the seventh consecutive time to Jacksonville in Jacksonville. If that doesn't make you a loser for the season, I genuinely don't know what does. 
and we look at the whole Jacksonville um stat about them not winning there, and it's like, all right, they gotta break that this year, right? They just have to. They're they're decent this year. They're good. They they've had some good stretches. It's Jacksonville. They suck this year. They're gonna yeah. break it. Yeah. And they just just crapped the bed. It was embarrassing. Yep. The fact that this is how you play on week 18 to get into the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. Come on, man. That's the thing. This wasn't this wasn't one of those like you know, the Chargers could be another loser for the season, right? They had a really weird year. Uh, yeah. And they wind up losing off the, the timeout, and it winds up going to a field goal. You lose in overtime. At least with that, you lose. You were down a lot. You came back. You forced OT, and you lost a hard-fought game to a, to a division rival. Like, sure, right? Yeah. Sure. And I know Jacksonville is technically a division rival, but, like, let's be real. Jacksonville has no beef with any team in this league. Nobody cares about Jacksonville except Indianapolis when they go to play there. And they laid an egg. Like, this was one of the worst. I I think I was talking to you about I don't remember who I was talking to about it. And we were watching the game, and I was like, you would legitimately think, watching this game, that the Colts were a team primed for a high draft pick just ready to tank and wanting that one more win to try and stay in the top five watching this game. It looked like that. Yeah. Just embarrassing. There's not many words that you could use because like, again, this is what you do. Yeah. This is what you do. It's the most important week of the year. You had all year. If you were going to play like this against the Jaguars in week 18, play like that all season, all season, bro. Just do it all season. Don't disgrace your fans like that. Don't tease them, bro. Like, I feel so bad. We have a couple of Colts fans that listen to this, and I feel so bad for you guys because yeah, the 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 roller coaster that this season was was not worth it. The climax was way too early in the season. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a really fun, cool climax to the movie, and then like it just ended unresolved. Like for some reason, like. Everything that happened in the climax didn't matter anymore. Like she went back to her ex before she met the one. Like it was it's a disaster. It's a disaster. Yeah, man. Losers. Loser. Loser. So we're gonna go a little down south because I am upset about oh. what they did today. And because of what they did today, I think that just is an L for the whole season. Because that's serious? They win the first game, right? They they go they go on a terrible stretch, losing eight in a row, I believe. Okay. Eight, eight in a row, right? They go on an incredible stretch, going eight and one in their mm-hmm. next nine. Okay. They finish the season nine and eight. Okay. Great ending to it for the Miami Dolphins, right? They beat the Patriots. They beat the Patriots, division rival, if you want to say it, and. They do something just that has the football world shook. They go ahead and fire third-year head coach, Ryan Flores. Why? Just why? What, What did you expect from this man? To take over the Miami Dolphins with a quarterback carousel going on. That Just they that they is, that they think they solved after last year, but he didn't even start playing until halfway through no. the year. Just all the nonsense with the team, it, having to turn it all around, culture, everything, 
Which yeah, he did a okay. great job of, by the he way. He did a great job. Yeah, in the three years, one game under 500, 24 and 25. Okay, fine. But again, two consecutive wins. If, if, if you, yeah, if you expected him to come in and win the division or make the playoffs every year, come on, you can't do that. This was but, a project. This this was literally yeah. like a rehab project where you had to not only take this thing that was dead, but it was dead with like parasites in it and first you got to get rid of the parasites before you bring it back to life yeah and that's he, he, i understand if they they kept the losing streak going they they go one and 16 17 whatever yeah. okay get, get rid of him yeah. but the fact that you turn around the season and you finish it off the way that they did and then you fire him like how do you bring any momentum into the next season doing that makes no how sense. do you expect your your players to rally around the next guy you bring in or even want to play for the organization when you're getting rid of a guy like that. Well, and the odd, like the really, really odd part about this, right. Is like Miami's defense was relatively elite this year. Like they were in the top 10 at like most defensive categories, especially like, you know, after the turn of the season, like in particular, uh, but th- they were a pretty solid defense this year, and they were still young, and they were kind of figuring it out together as a unit, and that's his specialty. Like, Flores is a defensive guy, and that was his unit. The, uh, the, the issue with this team is Tua was hurt for the whole first half of the season, this year and last year. He didn't play. He's still trying to figure out the NFL because guess what? He's played one full season, essentially, now. Yeah. And, like, they're not letting the offense happen. That team has legitimately six NFL-caliber running backs. Six. Because for some reason, they kept going to sign more. And we'll just say Miles Gaskin, for example. And, you know, if you guys have been listening, Gerard's kind of beating a dead horse with him in fantasy all year. But Miles Gaskin is a legitimately good running back. He might not be elite, but he is maybe number 15. Maybe number 12, maybe number 18. Somewhere between there, right? That's kind of a nice weapon to have. You would think you would feed him. But no, they give it to this guy, they give it to this guy. Sometimes they just don't run it at all. Sometimes they only run the ball. And it's like, what are we doing as an offense? We have no identity. We have no attempt to create an identity. And that's where the issues were. And if you're going to blame Flores for that, maybe let him get a new coordinator first and then fire him? Because what do you expect out of your new head coach next year? To to do the same thing Flores has been doing for the past three years? Is that what if, you want? Because with a new regime, unless you're literally a team that just went to a Super Bowl, and like your coach retires or like something st- like crazy happened, to have a winning season as a, as a new head coach is a W, right? Because that's yeah. really hard to do, to come into an organization and like make them winning right away. It's just hard. Yeah. Unless you're like Matt LaFleur, but like, that just you have Aaron Rodgers. It's a little bit easier. So if they end up nine and eight again next year, you have to think they would have been better. Unless they like they find Jesus Christ and big Bill Belichick 2.0 all of a sudden out of the grave. They find Robo Belly and just clone him. <laughs> sure he's out there somewhere. <laughs> I'm sure he is. I'm sure he's <laughs> never heard of football, too. He's just some dude who works in a bakery in France. in France. But if he heard about American football, the X's and O's would have clicked. 
but he's selling he's selling baguettes and you know we respect <laughs> that we love that well, for phones. him but build 2.0 come we need you the dolphins need you yeah man just just sad yeah that, that's pretty yeah they're, they're doing they're, um, down, they're not horrific i'm gonna just give you my winner staying in the division i'm gonna double down on my sleeper team for the year New England Patriots. Okay. Shout out to what they did. We're going with Bill Belichick 1.0, the the model, the, the OG. OG, the blueprint, <laughs> the blueprint. Yeah, shout out, man. What they did, nobody really expected them to be ten and seven and almost win the division. So, shout out to that. They made the moves they needed to. Bill Belichick does what Bill Belichick does. Yeah. Makes an efficient football team uses what he has, puts it all together. Well-oiled machine. They did what they needed to do. Rookie uh, quarterback fit in nicely with them. They end up making the playoffs. So I think that's a win all around. Yeah, I can get behind that. Patriots did have a great year. Um, I think casuals didn't expect them to because they were so bad last year. And I think if you just, like, took, like, 10 minutes to look at their defense and, like, realize who's coaching them – that yeah, their defense, they the move they make, good. like yeah, you, uh, you knew they would be pretty good. Um, I'm gonna give you a winner, and it's gonna be a player. Okay. And I think it's twofold, right? So mm-hmm. everybody came into the season. This is no slander towards Dak. I love Dak. I think he's really good. I think their offense is just weird, like it's run kind of odd. Uh, everybody came into the season and said Dak Prescott is going to win comeback player of the year. There's no competition. It's him. Everybody else, you're a big, dumb idiot. We don't want to look at you. And then Joe Burrow said, hey, 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 hold up, hold up. I tore my ACL. I was number one overall pick. I had the best college football season maybe ever as a quarterback with the best potential college football team ever. You better slow your roll. Give me that comeback player of the year. And guess what? He absolutely balled. We saw this week how not good the the Bengals are without him. Like, they're just yeah. really mid. Really mid. And Joe, especially the last half of the year, we're hoping he can play in the playoffs. He probably will. Like, even though he probably might need, like, the quarter, quarter zone shot, like, with, you know, horse strength. But he'll be out there. And <laughs> they'll tranquilize or something. I don't know. Uh, he'll be out there. And... I think there was a minute, and I think we all fell victim to this, right? There was a minute because of the injury, and we didn't see him for a while, that we fell victim to thinking Joe Burrow was maybe a flop. And I, and I think flop's a strong word, but I think like we kind of forgot about him, honestly. That might be the best way to put it. I think we just like legitimately forgot that this is a guy that was drafted one overall for a reason because we kind of got caught up in the Herbert hype, and I do think Herbert's better. Still, like I, I do, but we got we got some young talent, and he and he is like a legitimate winner. And this is as good of a comeback off of injury season as I've maybe ever seen in sports. Could can you like think of one off the top of your head? Like especially an ACL. Like has there been an ACL injury? I mean, Adrian Peterson would come to mind. Yeah, I was Adrian Peterson. I think won MVP. off his ACL, or it might have been two years after, but yeah, after that, um, because in basketball you tear your ACL and you're typically never the same. Yeah. So, 
I don't know. I, I, I just really, I was really impressed. And I know, like, I kind of said we forgot and all that. And I'm sure you guys are like, I didn't forget about Joe Burrow. And I know yeah, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and, like, yeah. Well, like, you can't, <laughs> no, you can't look at, that, you but... can't tell me coming into the season that anybody really thought Joe Burrow was a top 10 quarterback. You just can't. Nobody thought that. Nobody. I can that's give, no I can disrespect give, I, can, I can give you that. Yeah, I can give you that. Second year player, like, you're not going to agree. I understand that. Yeah. That's fine. But, and that's what I mean. Like, you, you, if he yeah. played all of last year, we might have already had him kind of in that conversation, or like in the in the area. But like, I can definitively tell you right now, if you gave me Lamar Jackson or Joe Burrow, I would take Joe Burrow. It's what Joe Burrow. That that boy cold. Yeah, so <laughs> that boy is so cold. Yeah. Uh, there's no way around it. And that Bengal team, bro, I'm excited to see what these kids do. They're fun. Oh, they're fun. Who are they playing? I don't want to get. I, I do want to give one more loser real quick. But who are they playing? They will be playing Las Vegas. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Okay. We we gonna get into matchups though. Yeah, we, we we'll, gonna, we'll get into we matchups in a second. A I do want to talk two more losers real quick for me, like quick ones. Um, a really big loser on this year, and you know, some people have been saying it for years. I think I've been on that train. I haven't really liked them. Uh, Baker Mayfield, just a really, really, really sad way to kind of go out. And I think that's probably the last time we see him suit up as a Brown. I don't know what happens. I don't know what, where he goes. I think he gets traded, whether it's to Washington, whether it's to Denver, whether it's to Indianapolis. I don't know, but I do think he gets traded. What if he goes to Pittsburgh if Big Ben retires? I don't know if they would do a trade with Pittsburgh just because they, like, legitimately hate each other. Yeah. You know, you see some in-division trades in the NFL, which I always think is weird, but, like, NFL kind of happens. Um, I don't think it'll happen between those two teams. There's, like, actual bad blood, so I just I – don't, I don't see it personally. But I don't, I don't think he ever plays another game for the Browns. So I think I he's a big surprised. loser. And then I also have one more loser, and it's not one. It's a lot of people. Anybody who's ever had a single-season record, I'm sorry, but you're not going to be holding that much longer. We've already seen so many get torn down. You know it's bad when Randy Moss's single-season record almost gets taken down. Yeah. When Randy Moss is about to lose a record, you know everybody else is about to start losing records because outside of Eric Dickerson... And I don't think that one's ever getting broken unless Derek goes absolutely ballistic and like stays healthy. But I don't even then think that um, certain records will, will stay. But for the most part, you're going to see records every single year getting broken. And that's just the name of the game with an extra game now, you know? Yeah, it's tough. Um, I got one more. Okay. The Baltimore Ravens training staff. <laughs> That's it. Um, yeah. Move on. That's self-explanatory. <laughs> that, that, just, just that's... Move on because the amount of injuries this team has had this year, yeah, just derailed a whole entire season before yeah. the season even started. Nonetheless, it, they could it, have been a really good team. And the thing is, one game under five hundred with all that, it's impressive. Yeah, that's impressive. I'll give it to them. But man, that that's tough. Yeah. That that's really really tough, and they they better start drinking some milk, get them Wheaties in. 
started started doing some push-ups and squats. They, yeah, stretch. Because <laughs> man, whatever, whatever y'all doing over there, that Baltimore water ain't helping. Y'all, y'all got to do something. Not, not even a little bit. Uh, one more quick winner: the uh, NFC West. As we very big brainly decided before the season, Brooklyn yep. and I both agreed. First of all, we're we really killed it with our preseason predictions. I want to go back and look. I think we literally predicted every team. I think we both had the Saints instead of the Eagles, but like that might have been the only L that we took. Yeah, I kind of want to go back and whether we do a video or just on IG yeah. at underscore spectators, by the way, oh. IG, Twitter, and TikTok. Oh. Go follow. Oh. Um, yeah, go back and look at it and see what it was because, like you said, we. I think I think we did a really good job. Uh, we said the NFC West was going to be the best division. They easily were the best division. I think Seattle is better than their record shows, but they had to play the Rams, Cardinals, and 49ers six times this year, and I think they won two or three of those games anyway. So, but forget about even that. You don't have Russ the whole year. So yeah, he he wasn't that, there the whole year. He was still three, fantastic too. And yeah, that makes those three games just all the more tough. Like, yeah, and and if they had like Russ? a good O line, they might have won like five more games. So yeah, you know, so, I I do think out. that division was a fat W, and I just wanted to highlight that real quick. And then uh, you know, we we mentioned it. I I said it with uh with what's it called the Bengals playoff time, baby. It's playoff time. And I'm really excited to see these games. We got playoff football in the house. Come on now. Sir. Like, come on now. And we got an extra game, too. So there's six total games this weekend. Six. Super wild card weekend. They had to add a super because, you know, base boosted, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Saturday, <laughs> Sunday, and Monday. Which is odd, but I'm cool with it. Three days of football. I think it's weird that we have a game at 4.30 on a Saturday. It's uncomfortable. <laughs> I know this weekend I went to work on, on Saturday, and I pull up to work, and I go to clock in, and I look up, and Patrick Mahomes threw a touchdown. I was like, <laughs> what are we doing here? Is that yeah, – that's... yeah, that's now. What? Yeah, it was a little jarring, but in the playoffs, it makes more sense. In the playoffs in, in the NFL – is easily the most exciting playoffs. Maybe not in terms of like watch value for every game, because I don't think that's necessarily true. But like they mean so much. Like it's so important to a fan base to get into a playoffs in the NFL. And that's what makes like what happened to the Colts and the Chargers sting that much more. It's like it was there. It was there and you could have been in it. Instead, we got two games on Saturday. AFC games. Vegas Bengals. Who are you looking at here? This is going to be at? this is going to be interesting because the Raiders are coming in with a lot of momentum. They got a lot to prove. Everybody wrote them off because of the nonsense that they've had this year, on and off the field. A lot of so, it off the field. A whole lot of it, and then especially after this game, they're coming in hot. They're coming in hot, and I mean, I know the Raiders, the Raider Nation, are going to also rally around. John Madden as well. They want to win it for him. So they're going to come in really, really hungry. But, but, them, them LSU boys, them, them the Bengals, Bayou. them Tigers, the them Bayou, Bayou boys. Yeah. <sighs> Woo. Woo. I, I don't know. It's, so, it's going to be explosive. So this hear me out. Be really, really fun. 
so we're going to go over, like, as, as the playoffs go on, because it's a little bit easier to kind of put it into perspective this way, too. Uh, Vegas has the Bengals at six and a half. So they think they're touchdown favorites. You agree? Think they went by more than a touchdown. I, I think it, it's a close game. Think it's a close game? I do. I think it's going to be a shootout. Okay. I actually, I actually fully agree. I fully agree. I don't know what it is about the Raiders this year. I don't know if it's their interim head coach. I don't know if Derek Carr is just like, likes to like pretend he's good sometimes. Uh, all-time stat patter, all-time great stat patter. Uh, not a bad thing, though. Just is what it is. I think this is way closer than it should be. Yep. I really do. Like and, I said, uh, momentum's the crazy thing. Yeah. I do think right the now. Bengals win it. I think uh, mm-hmm. it ends on a McPherson kick. So, I take uh, the, the Raiders on the spread, but the Bengals in the game. That's what I'm going with. Fair, Fair enough. enough. Fair enough. Bills, Patriots. Boy, we needed the three-peat on this one. <laughs> no snow this time, except there might be. It's in Buffalo. There might be. There might be a lot of snow. I don't know what the weather is. I honestly hope there is. <laughs> I don't I want it to be another is. run game. I, I, don't, I don't want it to be like it was the first time where was you bad. just couldn't throw the ball and it was 30-mile-an-hour wins. I don't want that. No. I just want some flurries in the air, a little bit chilly. You see the breath blowing. I want maybe that. on like I one want, big. I want when they yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I want when they hit each other. It's gonna hurt. I, I want that, that cough, because this that game gonna be gritty. Right it's gonna be gritty, and I'm I need it. Yeah. So this is in Buffalo because they did win the division. Shout out to the Bills for actually winning the division. Hell yeah. Uh, Bills four and a half. Weird number, but four and a half. Over under is forty three and a half. How do we feel about that? Bills are favorited. Um, I'm taking the Bills. I think I'll, I'll take the under on that. Okay. And, I, like, um, I like the under on that, too. I like yeah. the, two very good defenses. I'll take the under. Yeah. You, you said four and a half. Four and a half for Buffalo. For them to win. So, two field goals. I, th- I think they win a little bit more. Oh, you do? Okay. I do. I actually not, did not that, crazy. too. Not crazy. Not crazy. Probably, like, around 10. I was going to say, I think I have Buffalo by 10. I think I have yeah. them winning by 10. I think this ends uh, 24 to 14. Fair enough. That, that's what I'm feeling on this. Um, yeah. We're on the same page so far. I like that. Uh, Eagles Bucks. Bucks are at home. This is 1 o'clock on Sunday. Eagles are the bottom seed in the in the NFC. I keep wanting to say the East. I don't know why that's like I'm in basketball mode with the East. But I keep wanting <laughs> hey, to say about, the East. We, we definitely are. Um, Around here soon. NFC. The Bucks are the two seed. Eight and a half over under 49. Um, under. Taking the Bucks. Under and, in the uh, Bucks? On that yeah. spread? Eight and a half spread? I don't think they covered spread. You don't think so? No. I think it's a decently close game. Okay. I'm going over and Bucks covering. I actually okay. think they blowed them out. Really? Yeah, I don't think this game ends up particularly close. I think, like, this is one of those games where it'll kind of be close at halftime. Like, the Philly will be up, like, 13-10 at the half. And then, like, the third quarter, it'll kind of go to shambles. It, it would make sense because they come out with a statement first-round game, yep. shut everybody, including me, up about the 
Humphreys about the Bucks and all the injuries and all the nonsense. So no, no, I'm I'm fully feeling like a second half defensive showdown and just like Tom just throwing like three touchdowns in the second half. Like I I think this kind of gets ugly. I really do. Yeah, the, the second half of the season we've been pretty opposite on the Bucks, so it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I, I've Fair just enough. been like, it's Tom. I'm not worried at all, and I've kind of liked how he's shown. Yeah. I'm not going to bet against him. Like I, I ain't about, I ain't about to take Philly. I, I, I hear that. <laughs> yeah, I ain't about to. Take I hear Philly. that. Uh, this is probably to me the most intriguing game of the weekend. Uh, 49ers at Cowboys. Cowboys won a division. 49ers squeak into the playoff by the skin of their teeth. Cowboys are favored by three, and the over-under is 50.5. Sheesh. It's a really high over-under. <laughs> um, I think they go over the spread. I think so, too. They're definitely going under, though. I got the Cowboys probably by seven. I'm gonna go seven. Oh, you think the Cowboys are winning? Oh, okay. I'm yeah, thinking. I, I... You got it. No, I was just saying I'm. I like I like the Cowboys. They they've impressed me this year. They they got ballers. They got a lot. San Francisco's nice. I'm not mad at them, but yeah. again, I I just I, think these two teams suffer from very different issues, and I don't really know like who which issue kind of prevails in this. I think the 49ers lack quarterback talent. I think they lack true running back talent. And I think they actually lack offensive line talent, but like their scheme and their coaching and the way that they use their players, including Debo Samuel, who has two throwing touchdowns this year, mind you. Um, like the way they scheme and play offense is actually insane. It's so much fun to watch. And like their zone running is just different. Like um, Elijah Mitchell is not that good. He's, he's a very good like zone runner. And the way they like morph these guys to fit that system is insane. But they're not like that. I don't know if Micah Parsons blows up their run, their zone runs. I don't know. He was really, really good this year. Um, but the 49ers have that where they're coaching and like the scheme is what makes them good. And the Cowboys have all the talent on offense in the world. They have like two borderline all pro running backs if they were like getting the ball constantly. CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper could both be all pro wide receivers. That could be an all pro quarterback. Their O line is fantastic. But their offense is like really not impressed me all year so i don't really know which side of this coin i like i like both of the, these teams defenses too they're both young they're both hungry they both get a lot of interceptions yeah. and, and force a lot of uh turnovers i like the 49ers to win this game i think they go into dallas they win they go over on the over under and they win this game by a field goal or so maybe like five Fair enough that's kind of how i'm feeling uh, I'll let the Cowboys show out first round. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. They've been too inconsistent for me. I don't like it. Oh, so ain't no disagreement there. <laughs> I, like, I don't know. That I'm, offense I'm with you, ugly. but I'm, yeah. I'm with you on it. But they have shown spurts of explosive games and putting up numbers. Yeah, no, you're, you're, you're definitely right on that. Uh, two so more I'm games. Steelers at Chiefs. Chiefs are 12 and a half points favorites with a 46 over under. It's in Kansas City. Give it all to me. Yeah, give me. Give it a check. <laughs> check, please. Check, please. Is the, is the gratuity included? Bet. Perfect. Take it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> like, it I'll take that. I, uh, I ain't got no words. Not even it. a little bit. Not even a little bit. I know, I know the Steelers' defense has been better. 
That's fine. But I don't care. I <laughs> don't care. Chief, Chiefs buy everything. Chiefs buy 90. <laughs> and then last game of the weekend, not on the weekend, it's on a Monday. We won't even be able to talk about it on next week's episode unless we wait, which we probably should. We should probably put it out after this game, you would think. Um, put it we'll, out we'll, Tuesday? Well, we'll discuss. Maybe. But we keep, probably Keep should. an eye out. Yeah, we probably Keep should. an eye out. Uh, Cardinals at Rams. Monday Night Football, 8-15. Divisional matchup. <laughs> I Ram, really the Rams are know. favored by four and a half, and it's a fifty point over under. <sighs> I honestly might take the over. I'm definitely taking the over. I think this game winds up thirty something to thirty something. But uh, it's so tough, man, because they both got it in them. Yeah, they yeah, both. I, this got is a it really unfortunate them. first round matchup. Yeah, man. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm oh stuck on this one. Yeah, I'm, I'm, really I'm going to go with the Rams because I do think their defense has played a lot better in the last couple of weeks. Uh, obviously, they kind of collapsed against the 49ers in the second half. I think they kind of just got out to a big lead and then were just like, let's not get hurt. And then like mm-hmm. it got to the point where like, oh, no, no, we have to play more. We have to go to overtime. Um, and that yeah. was kind of unfortunate. But I, I really think that that first half of offense you saw from the Rams was like, here's a taste of the playoffs. Here you go. Here's yeah. a taste. And then you're going to have a fully healthy Cam Akers now, and they were willing to actually use him a little bit. I think he's actually going to get used next week. And from what everything that I've heard, Cam Akers – looks incredibly explosive and this is the first time i think ever in like my cognitive memory that somebody has had an acl injury and came back in the same season it's wild and that just goes to show like the staff and cam Akers went hard and hopefully he's like actually healthy enough to play because who knows you know they'd be bringing him back early shout out ab um but I don't even, I don't know. I say Rams, but I don't know, man. I, I'm surprised I, they gave I, him four and a half. Yeah, man, I I really don't know. Because, like, I want to say that Arizona gets back to what they possibly were. Now that they're getting a little bit healthier, they got okay. their bearings a little bit, all that. They move into the playoffs. Diop will be there. Diop comes back. Things might look good. But <laughs> I... I just don't know. Well, and there's <laughs> so, two things that so there's two things that concern me, right? Kyler Murray uh-huh. past November. Yeah. That that concerns me. I don't think it's like a full thing yet, but I think if this game goes poorly, it's officially a thing. Like mm-hmm. officially. And Matthew Stafford has lost them games this year. Like he Matthew Stafford has been very, very good. But when you look, go back and look at their games, they've lost a couple games by one or so scores, and it's throwing picks late in games he threw a pick in overtime that sealed it he threw a pick late in the or not late like early in the fourth quarter that let the 49ers back in this game were they his fault doesn't matter he threw a pick yeah and if we're not if if he goes in this game it doesn't throw an interception rams all day if matthew stafford every game they play in from now on doesn't throw an interception i have them winning 
And I know it's like, duh, you didn't turn the ball over. Of course they're going to win the ball, win the game. But their offense is better than everybody else's in the league. Yeah. And if they don't turn it over, they're going to win the game. I that's just how I feel. I'm I'm scared of LA having that like star-studded disappearance in the playoffs, which happens all the time in the NFL. It happens, and I I'm I I don't know why. I just feel it deep down. Jalen's like, not going to disappear. It Aaron Donald's not going to disappear. Like, yeah, and those those you could bank on, but it's just Everybody like else. I don't know. Who are you taking? Tough. Real quick, four and a half. Give me the give me the spread. Give me the over under. Give me the over. They're not hitting the spread, but I'm going uh, Arizona. Okay, so they going, will take the spread because because the uh, the Rams were four and a half. So okay, yeah, but yeah, I'm I okay. Down. So Arizona, there. okay, yeah. I like that. Cool. Yeah, I'm going over and I'm going Rams. I think this ends in a touchdown. Like, I think whoever wins this game wins it on, like, a walk-off touchdown. Or, like, as close to one as you can get, you know? So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's, that's that's how I'm feeling. I'm, dude, there's some good games there. There's, there's two not-so-good games. I'm not excited for this Eagles game. I'm not excited for this Chiefs game. The other four, though, be kind of nice. I'm excited for all of them because even those it's playoffs, games, like, it's playoffs. You, yeah. you get Brady, you get Mahomes. Maybe I'm just a hater against Pennsylvania. I am. I am. I'm very, <laughs> very much known. This is another Stop. thing. There, there is a tri-state area and one we do not love. I don't actually mean that. I have no beef with Philly a little bit. Pittsburgh, and y'all are cool. Pirates are sick. Penguins is a cool name. <laughs> y'all got cool colors. I, Dude, I love gold, that you got black and gold. colors all, all around your teams. It's you sick. know, it's a top 10 sports city just for the fact that all their teams are the same color. Top five. Yeah. I'll say top five. I don't care. I'll do it. I'll double down. Just <laughs> for that. I'm not mad at that. I'm really not. <laughs> but We're thank you guys so much for listening. If you agree with our playoff takes, let us know. If you think we're stupid for them. Let us know. Also, let us know who your winner and loser for the entire season was. There's a lot of them. We couldn't cover them all. We wanted to talk about the ones that we cared about. Make sure you guys go ahead and follow us at underscore the spectators on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And if you're not watching this on YouTube, go to our YouTube. Find that red button that says subscribe. Click it. Unclick it. Reclick it so we get those notifications. Go follow us on there. Subscribe. And make sure to tune in with us next week. We'll be back. You know where to find us. Love you guys. Enjoy the playoffs, everybody. Peace, Peace. everybody.